stop. Take a deep breath. Exhale. Man, listen, you made it through another week. You made it through another week. You're seeing a brand new day that you didn't even think you was going to see before. I bet you in the middle of this week, you were so downtrodden. You didn't even know how you was going to see your way to today. But guess what? You're here. So I'm going to need for you to stop. Take a deep breath. Oh, man. And exhale, yo. Exhale all of that negativity. Exhale all of the disappointments from this past week. Exhale all of the toxins that were weighing you down. Exhale everything because guess what? You're tuned into gems from a preacher's kid. And I got a question for you. If I drop it, will you pick it up? Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Pastor Kel, man. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with me. And guess what? It is Gems from a Preacher's Kid coming at you, man. First off, I want to apologize for not dropping the second episode two weeks ago. Man, let me tell you something. God is so good and God knows exactly what you need when you need it. There was a reason why I didn't drop that second episode. Something occurred and something happened uh, that Sunday that made me not drop the episode until I was ready to face what it was, man. And it's crazy. So what I'm going to talk to you guys about today is going to be so deep. So the first thing I need for you guys to do is go ahead and share it, baby. Go ahead and share this podcast. Every share helps, okay? Every share helps. And the next thing I want you to do, listen, if you want to sponsor Gems from a Preacher's Kid, hit your girl up. And I got you. We got time slots available for you. Listen, if you want to be a guest on Gems from a Preacher's Kid, hit your girl up and I got you. All right? Listen, today we're going to talk about Christians being defeated. Ah, man, Christians being defeated. Let me tell you something, guys. Yo, so what I was faced with is a situation, a a family matter. I was faced with a family matter, and what the person thought they did was they thought they defeated me in the situation. And I'm not going to kid you. At first, I was downtrodden about it. I was extremely distraught because I could not understand why somebody would act that way. I just could not get it. And what I realized is that the issue is that people expect Christians to be defeated because they're Christians. It's the craziest thing ever. People expect to be able to run over you because you're a Christian. People expect to be able to treat you any kind of way because you're a Christian. People expect Christians to take a back seat and let them do and say whatever they want to do and say. But listen, let me tell you guys something. 
what I realized, man, and it took me, listen, it took me a good two weeks to really come to a full understanding of this thing. God had to really break it down for me. What I came to realize is that being a Christian does not mean you're defeated. Being a Christian does not mean that you can be defeated. The Bible says that I am more than a conqueror. That means that I'm successful in my mission. That means that I am victorious. It doesn't mean that I'm defeated. Listen, Christian doesn't equal weak. And a lot of worldly people get that confused. A lot of people say, oh, you're a Christian. I didn't expect you to listen. Being a Christian does not mean that I'm weak. It means that I'm going to stand on the authority that I have vested in me through Christ Jesus. And what better authority to stand on than God? Tell me what better authority on this earth can I stand on than God? And the Bible speaks and says, with Jesus being with you, it's more than the entire world against you. And by the power of the Holy Ghost, any assignment from the enemy's camp will fail. Any assignment from the devil will fail. So I got a question for you people on today. What is the expectation of God's people in battle? Listen, what is the expectation of God's people in battle? The expectation of God's people is to stand up to the captives. The expectation is to go to the captives and tell them to let my people go. The expectation of God's people is not to lay down and be defeated. The expectation of God's people is to not be in the same place. If you are moving where God tells you to move, you cannot be in the same place. Listen, y'all, there's always someone to be angry at. There's always someone to be angry at. There's always going to be someone to be mad with. That is an infinite loop. That is an infinite loop. Anger is an infinite loop. It doesn't stop anywhere. It just keeps going every single day. I bet you you can find something or someone to be mad at. And the only way that you can end that loop is forgiveness. The only way that you can end that loop of anger is forgiveness. The only way you can end that loop of disappointment is forgiveness. The only way that you can end that loop of unhappiness is forgiveness. Man, it's crazy because uh, right around this time at my job, we had a fire drill, right? So we had a fire drill and in that fire drill, I was in my office and somebody came and said, hey, Lakel, uh, there's a fire. I didn't even hear the alarm going off. That's how crazy it was. I was in my office minding my business. I didn't even hear the alarm. And it's crazy because I am on the safety committee at my job. <laughs> so what we realized is that we did not have a contingency plan. Man, we realized right in the heat of that moment that we needed to be better prepared. And I guess you people are wondering where I'm going. It's because two weeks ago when I was dealing with this family situation, I realized I didn't have a contingency plan right off the bat. And people are like, what is contingency? Listen, contingency is a future event or a circumstance which is possible and you can't predict it with certainty like you can't predict the outcome you don't really know what's going to happen most people set a plan in place just in case because it's an emergency you don't know what's going to occur what's your contingency plan and i realized that in life you need a contingency plan and i beg of you that that contingency plan be wrapped up tangled up and tied up in jesus 
And let me explain to you why. Because in every single situation that you face, that he always has an answer for you. It may be an emergency to you. It may be some uncharted territory to you. But I promise you, God has been there before. I promise you, God has brought a few people out of that situation before. David even told you, yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. So David has walked that same walk that you're walking right now. And David already told you, I fear no evil for thou art with me. That was David's contingency plan. And listen, I don't care where I'm walking, but my contingency plan is going to be Jesus. My contingency plan is going to be my faith in the Lord. My contingency plan is the fact that thou art is with me. And I'm going to be more than a conqueror on any situation that the devil tries to throw at me. And that's something that I had to realize. Christianity does not mean defeated. Christianity does not mean weak. I may be weak at times, but even in my weakness, God is made perfect in his strength. His strength is made perfect through my weakness. So there's no way that I can lose. And I just want to encourage some of you people out there today that there is no way that you can lose. This is not a lose situation for Christians. We're not on the losing end of this situation. So I urge you to stand up and take back your power. Uh, also, something that occurred to me is, is someone told me uh, when I decided to put up boundaries with someone, they told me, oh, this is going to show who you really are to people. And I told them, I hope so. You know why? Because of the sake of Christianity, of the sake of an image, for so long, I allowed people to cross boundaries that they shouldn't have crossed. And God really told me no more. Absolutely no more. People cannot treat you wrong of the sake, out of the sake of Christianity and blame it on Christianity as to why they're treating you wrong. Oh, you're a Christian, so I can treat you like this. No, I have boundaries, so you can't treat me like this. Yes, blessed are those that are persecuted for his name's sake, not for your name's sake. People want, to, people want you to be persecuted for them. And that's what I came to realize. The persecution that people are giving you, it's not for the sake of Jesus. It's not for his namesake. It's for theirs. They want you to endure this, their persecution for their namesake, to boost them up, not to glory and to magnify Jesus. But if I'm going to face persecution, if I'm going to face ridicule, it's going to be to uplift and magnify the name of Jesus, not to uplift and magnify somebody else. Come on, somebody. Listen, listen, listen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm going to drop two episodes this week. This is just the first one. As y'all can see, I'm on fire. I had my wilderness period. And guess what? I'm back, baby. I'm back. You can't hold a good girl down for too long. Amen. Amen. So I got a question for y'all. Y'all ready? I got a real good question for y'all. Them gems. If I drop it, will you pick it up? Yeah. Thank you.